We're getting more and more risky with this podcast, bro. Are you recording? Like, I no, we're not. We're getting more and more. Shout out, fear. We're getting habituated. Habituated. Habit. Habituated. Habit. 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 <laughs> Yo, 35, dog. 35. That's how old I am. 35, bro. In process, bro. 13 years. Yo. 13 years. For legal reasons, I can't say where any of the following insights have come from. But holy shit, dog. It's only been a week. And so many things have happened since the last podcast episode. Wow. I'm Bro. happy for you. <laughs> Not for me. My, my week's just been like linear. I mean, same. But it's like just, just awareness. And it's funny, I've been falling off meditation. The most I've done like was yesterday. I did five minutes while I was I was oh, on my wow. phone waiting for my bus to just waiting for my time to leave to go grab my bus. And I'm like, do I need to be oh, you didn't start it? Yeah, I did. Oh. Do I need to be doing this? Yeah. And I just and I was like, all right, five minutes. And then I just did it mm. for five minutes. And it was sick. But yo, uh, did we say no, we didn't say anything. I mean we like covered it. With like the yin yang duality shit, but like, like, dog, shit is crazy, bro. Like, shit is circles, bro. Yeah, like, like I was telling you, I was fucking angry that I woke up mad today. Yeah, it's actually it's a it's an interesting thing to wake because like we're so like <laughs> we're so set. Why does it have to be a perfect like wake up? We're so set know? on that mindset of like, like we're fetishizing morning routines basically. Yeah. So we're like, if it doesn't look like I see it in my head where it's like, I'm fucking wake up, like, yeah, yeah. like boss ass music. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, like breathing techniques, <laughs> like fucking stretching. But you need to fuck up, bro. Like mm-hmm. you actually need to. Yeah. If you, if you have a perfect you morning routine yeah, every day. not grow. Yeah. Like, you, like if you have a perfect morning routine every day, you're, it's going to become like Flat. the new normal. So then it's not going to be special right, anymore. New baseline. Yeah, it's not going to be special anymore. So you're going to try to figure out a new way to start your morning routine. Mm. So it's like, just if you fuck up, just be like, oh shit, caught myself fucking yeah. up. And then, bro, Enjoy. I've been having shitty mornings every morning. I just literally wake up and I grab my phone. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's the thing, bro. That's the Tao, bro. It's like, I don't even give a fuck, yeah. bro, at this point. It's like, when I fuck up, I'm just like, ah, shit, lit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just... It's like when you're eating ice cream, it's like, oh, just enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy fucking, the fucking sugar. Just fucking. Killing yeah. your tongue. Yo, I have a question for you. And like, I'm really going to give you like five minutes of silence to just process. How do you circle a square? I mean, you don't need to be silent. You'd like walk through your mental process of trying to do that. It well, was just a big question that came up. Uh, what kind of circle? Hmm. Well, there's two circles you can create through that square. Either the circumference from the center of the circle to the end of the circle. I mean, the circumference from, wait, it's not the called, no, not circumference. It's either you start at the middle of the square, exactly, and then make the radius to the end of the square and then just round. Or you make the radius to the end of the corner of the square. I think the point of that question Yeah, what was it? Is... It's not even that. No, I just really, I'm literally trying to interpret like the question itself too. How do you circle a square, bro? I d- right. So there's two extremes you can go to. One is the end of the edge, 
or the end of the corner? I think the point of the question is that it's just, it's not, like, it's not rational. In what sense? Like, it's not rational. Like, look at how much you're trying to rationalize yourself to answering it. I mean, it's a pretty simple answer, though. There's only two really real possibilities if you want to circle a square perfectly. But, but why why you gotta see it that way? What do you mean? Like it's just you're circling a square. How do you circle a square? You just circle it. <laughs> but I'm just giving you like a visual. Like, oh, I just. Because yeah. then you like you oh. can always square a circle. Oh. Okay, so you, okay, like if I you see. square a circle, the circle is always gonna be in the square. See the way I was circle the way, a square. <laughs> the way I was interpreting was like, how do you turn a circle into a square? Like, how do you circle a square? How do you turn a square into a circle? What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, you'd have Anyways. to fucking like break the corners <laughs> or some shit, bro. You know, okay, so you know how I was telling you about the whole dot thing. And now we're literally just one dot. Right, in the multiverse. Yeah. No, no, no. But that's what no. got added today. Okay. I didn't I wasn't thinking of it in terms of that. I was just thinking we're a dot, right? Bro, I bet you like the average person probably thinks I'm high as fuck right now. <laughs> I'm just tired. Um Oh what? I have so much to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, why was I blinking? Because I'm just fucking wild now. Um, you know how we're just a one dot? And we just got bored being a dot. We're mm -hmm. like, let me experience myself, be a dot. And then now we have life, right? right. Um, I was thinking like, we're just, you know how I, I always talk about how determinism and free will are both applicable mm -hmm. and you can kind of live your life yeah. like believing in both. The multiverse fucking connects that theory theories. so well because I said this with Tim too last time. It was like it's all gears right mm -hmm. and they're all turning it's like a watch you know how watch is like so many gears and it's mm -hmm. like levels what like you're in a circle which is determinism you're going with a circle like the circle of life right and no matter what you do you're going to end up back where you started because it's a circle fuck like you're just circling right and that's the determinism part the free will part is that you could just go tangent <laughs> It's just yeah. <laughs> you could jump from circle to circle. That's why I, that's why I drew that. There's a shit ton of circles, and you could just jump from one to the other. You could choose. I mean, it's the same shit we've been saying. About and it's habits. also like yeah, like, it makes sense because like you're just rounding, 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 right? Yeah. Your path is determined for you, determinism. And at any point in that circle, you can leave that path. Lose that. You can leave by just making the tangent on any point of that circle, going. Zoom. Uh, and that's so when cool. you that's when you start fucking traveling the multiverse like yeah, each decision you make bro. you know like this morning i was fucking mad and for like the next two hours i was just in that universe of fuck this is shitty yeah fuck that's why I, that's why i get anxiety bro i literally i i <clears throat> i get so aware of like my thought process now to this to yeah. the point where i'm like i'll realize like i'll be the lrt pissed me off at the time because i was supposed to meet up with someone but when you have time to actually just think Process, about it yeah. it's the whole thing about like how good design creates just good problems like good design doesn't solve shit okay i wouldn't just back to that i wouldn't say it creates 
good problems. I think it just creates problems. It just creates problems. Yeah, I just it just in terms of it sounding good, mm. going good design <laughs> creates good problems. Yeah, yeah. Like tight. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> my the first the first way I I conceptualized was like good design creates new problems, mm-hmm. which yeah that's what it does. It solves an old problem. And then boom, there's a new one. Solve computer. Now it's like, oh shit, we're yeah. addicted to it now. <laughs> and it's also like it's a lot of design creates new problems unless you put the power in the people's hands. I think there's problems no matter what. Mm, for sure. There's always gonna be like in 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 class I, I gave this analogy, like, okay, meditation. Okay, there's, so there's two things, social design and social innovation. Mm-hmm. So, social design is it's an isolated solution that just doesn't take in, in, in effect the other variables surrounding that solution. So all the other variables can still be impacted in some way. Mm-hmm. But social innovation mm-hmm. is you kind of shift the values of the people living in that system so they can influence that system bottom up. Mm. And then it just fucking collapses like Uber, right? Yeah. Who needs a fucking taxi anymore? Yeah. Their the whole are, taxi industry got yeah. a fuck, Now their values shook. are convenience, yeah. cheaper prices, and... Saving time. Saving time. Yeah, that shit's so crazy, bro. It's like... Yeah. So in that sense, I was saying, like, fuck. meditation could have been a social design because, okay, yes, they figured it out. You mm. can cultivate your mind yeah. and reach, like, new spiritual heights. But you sit for so long that your body starts to atrophy. So what do they do? Yoga. Yoga. They figure out the system, the science of the body to figure out, okay, how can we stimulate these three gland- glandular systems? And the tools to do... Bro, that's so crazy. How do you just close your eyes and do it? So they have two tools to do that, <laughs> which is the postures and the breath work. Yeah. So that becomes a social innovation. I think that's one thing that's very underrated in yoga. The breath work? There's so much focus on the posture, but yeah. I think like well, the breathing... Well, it's not even the underrated, underratedness. It's, like, it's just people don't know. It's overlooked. Cause, cause, yeah, it's overlooked and people don't like yeah. people just see yoga as the posture because yeah. it's what it's you like, see, oh, right? Physical, like surface level, reach. surface yeah. level without knowing any kind of spiritual benefits from yoga. All you see is just oh shit, cool postures. Mm-hmm. But like when you actually pay attention to your breath, it actually allows you to get better at the yeah. postures. Like you could get deeper, way deeper, and go stretch and, and stretch and even not, further. And bro. not even just that, but it's connected to our physiology. Okay, like I was listening to Paul Check and he was saying, "Pass me the wallet." So if you throw something, naturally, you're going to open up, inhale, and when you and throw it, exhale. try doing the reverse. Try it. It just your doesn't power, work. Like, yeah. You're going to lose so much power just from that switch. So it's the flow of like... It's the flow, plus your nervous system is geez. ingrained in those movements. So if you're like squatting, mm. you're naturally going to... On, on the jump, you're going to... Yeah. To push. Yeah. So in that same sense, if you use your breath Mm. to learn new movements, breath, bro, your your nervous system is gonna integrate it just like that. Breath, bro. Or at least quicker. Fucking breath. Oh my god. It's crazy. Bro, it's and like I was telling you, I got a fucking F on my <laughs> essay, right? Because like I was looking at mostly just the science of it. And you just really wanted to talk about Wim Hof. That I did, but <laughs> I like yeah, that was mostly it. But like just the cl- the way course is structured, like you, no one had any idea what to do. Yeah. So when I got the paperback, she's like, okay, yeah, you have to connect it to social innovation. I'm like fuck, okay, I gotta rewrite it. But mm. it is it is a good like challenge for me because it's like. I think you probably got a lot of out of writing that essay, though. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I think the thing about essay writing is that the con- and I'm like, still not done writing it. You make connections, like you make cool connections. It's mm-hmm. like it's a rational, very rational, academic. Yeah. Like it's academic, Linear but like a lot thinking. of things I remember from school are things I wrote essays about. Because yeah. it really forces you to think, right? You have to. You're basically just organizing your thoughts, like and pulling, pulling things together, putting it all in one hectic process. Thing. Your thoughts, you just like molding into a way that not only you understand it. Because mm. you can understand it, but the goal is to get someone else to understand what the fuck you're saying. Yeah. It's not you're not writing an essay for yourself unless you do that. But like in academic perspective, you're writing an essay to tell the professor, "Hey, all the shit you've been teaching me, I understand it." Like you're mm. trying to impress the professor essentially. Yeah. So by making it like super simple. Yeah. But I want to ask you how, kind of on the lines of my essay, like how can we innovate on the breath? Like how can we like speed from social up, speed up the the rate of adoption to just breath, like awareness of breath, breathing techniques. How do you think? I'm like super big on action and action right now. So I think it's about mastering it yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like any opportunity you have to spread the word. But people are very empirical. Like we're very a very material-based society, right? So we want to see it to believe yeah, it, right? So people will only believe when you can show them. Mm. Like young, young was super into like, like spiritual shit. Yeah. But he was like, I need to figure out, I'm a scientist and I know the world I live in. So I need to figure out how to bring this into science. And now we know about conscious and subconscious. Yeah. And that's really just spiritual shit. We just put it in scientific mm-hmm. terms. And then we managed to like show. Right. So that's in that's the way, the framework. that's the way that's innovation. It's like, you come across it in, a, in in terms that is so abstract and it's about how do you bring it so that anyone who sees it can understand mm. what what the point is you need to simplify yeah. it yeah and i think i think nowadays like science is that medium because okay yeah. science have, is a religion bro bro like how can you it just helps people understand things you yeah. know cuz like like okay you see this monk just doing <laughs> breathwork asanas postures, postures whatever what is that doing for him? You don't know. Yeah, you're not seeing what's going on inside. You're not seeing any of that. Anything. You you know, like he probably lives for longer, whatever. He's healthier, but yeah. what can it do for you right now? Yeah. Science will show you that. It's like, okay. That's the, yeah. That's the beauty nitric of Nitric oxide, it. fucking like parasympathetic function. That's the beauty of science, bro. And it's really like in changing the values of people. It's like, okay, you have the athlete who's, who's just focused on performance, right? Recovery mm-hmm. performance. You show them like, okay. This is what you want. This is the tool you can use. You yeah. already have it. It's free. Yeah. Use it this way. Hmm. How would you bring that into? And it's it's hard because there's so much demo, so many demographics of people that can benefit from it. like everyone yeah. fucking breathes. But also like at first when something's like new is there's so much skepticism yeah. too. So it's really about I don't know, I think it's just a trust that you need to have. I think I think but that's what that's what the paper was challenging me in. It's like how do you yeah. how do how do designers design environments or just information <laughs> to help speed up this information? Mm. Like this, this Yeah, because design goes way beyond material things. Like society is designed. Like yeah. capitalism is a design. Everything is designed. Like Bro, everything. Me, like me universe, giving you advice yeah. is me taking my own experiences, crafting it, manipulating it in some sort of way. To create an outcome for you that is desirable. That's that, design that's right there. That's design, yeah. So how do you how do you just bro, I don't know. 
I think I think the biggest part I think at first is just mastering it so mm-hmm. that you understand it so well yeah. that you can get people cuz the way the way we explain a lot of the shit that is common sense to us is still I was like just from having conversation with my coworkers today like I I I'm just now getting grasp grasp on a lot of these concepts like the dot thing blah blah, blah which are just theories who knows if it's true or not but what that's thing? The whole multiverse dot, like the whole, all of those things, right? Um, And how everything is a circle and how you already died. (laughs) You already died. You were probably never birthed. Like you're just here, just flowing in a river that never ends, right? Um, But how do you say that in a way that someone understands? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where science comes in. Science get, yeah. You need to be able to show people. I agree to a sense, but I can't. But this paradigm of sci- like science that science runs on, it can't. I don't think it can go farther than but matter. But the root of science is admitting ignorance. Yeah. So it's, so gonna, yeah, it's only no a matter, matter of time. how long it takes. Is like if there's nothing else to explore in this yeah. realm, science will go. Okay, there's still more shit that we don't know because science changes every year constantly mm-hmm. like science is yeah, always literally changing. gravity changes every year <laughs> like cigarette was not seen as bad for you when cigarettes first came out until niggas started dying and we we're like okay chill out i think that's more propaganda than yeah probably yeah. <laughs> and like heroin was supposed to just be medicine shit that science was just looking into opioids like mm-hmm. just downers just looking into that for medical reasons and then people just started adapting it for recreational reasons and then we were like oh shit we fucked up creating this new compound yeah. let's take this back but now it's like we built that habit already and then they are like the entity already exists so people are like have it's access making to it, right money yeah and there's money <laughs> and there's money in it but we figured out how to legalize heroin but that's just yeah. conspiracies that we could just that's but i think like where 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 you draw the line of like understanding or when when you finally when final when people finally start to understand is like when you as you said empirical right you need them to experience it yeah like when i went to the vipassana bro that's the thing yes i could have just read the book i did read the book prior to going and so okay yeah but you you experienced the benefits of meditation Mm -hmm. through like those things because it was it wasn't it was the intense balls deep like three one hour meditations every day you know how fucking crazy that is like one hour (laughs) 30 minutes is like wild yeah so like to do and there's people who do five six twelve like there's niggas who literally just sit around and it's just about i don't know i think it's just like everything will come in time but but how do you how do you explain in a way that is not like effortless? Like how, yeah. like how we're saying that it is effortless. I mean. No. Cause, cause what I'm saying is like, how do you innovate? How do you like connect that with social innovation? It's like, my answer is you just got to trust yeah. the process, but how do you communicate yeah, that in, the, it, yeah, in terms of an essay not, when yeah. someone wants you to know? It's like, I guess the, it's just possible ways you could bring it to people. And the way like we're supposed to do it in the, in the essay is okay. You take other literature that talks about means of social innovation, like strategic dialogue. There's five types of dialogue. And you take that and then you sort of abstract it. It's like, okay, they can use it. I don't know if that's the right word, abstract. But you can use this framework, Mm. and this is what this framework helps with, Mm. blah, blah, blah. But it's all shit you already know. Like, you're just putting it into a box that helps you to make other people understand. But it's... 
Because Wim Hof, Wim Hof, what did he do? Like 30 years. He was, a, he was the, in, in the terminology used by a strategic dialogue, it's, he was the trigger of Publix, which is, okay, you mm. com- you're committing into this. So he's like, hey, inject a virus in me. Watch what happens. Just watch. Yeah. Watch what happens. That's wild. And then the scientific community, bro, it's 20, since 2014, biohacking community has fucking blown up. Like breath work, cold therapy, saunas, Weird. all this science coming out yeah. just because he was like, okay, yes, do this. That's design. He injected himself with a virus and fought it off. And he taught other people to do it. With his fucking mind. And then when people said, oh, he's a special case, he brought a random student in and said, hey. He brought a whole group of people. That's the beauty of him. He's crazy. But he also understands that that's how the world works. Like, like that's what I mean by you need to master it first. Because, like, when you first bring something out that's so against the Mm -hmm. grain, it's called against the grain for a reason. Because... Every you're going against everything. Yeah. So if you're gonna go against everything, you better know what the fuck you're doing or talking about, mm. because and they're that, gonna question you yeah. so many different ways. And that's ways. my big thing with like my that's my biggest critique with the like just the academic framework. It's like okay, yes, you can use this framework to <laughs> further the adoption, but if you're not if your heart's not into it, mm-hmm. how are you gonna tell these designers go do this this way? Yeah. No, it's not going to work. Someone has to be in charge. Someone has to be leading the front. Yeah, you need a leader. You need to know everything about it, not just a design. Like, yeah. yes, you can you can get designers to help you for graphics. Fucking how do I roll this out marketing? But in the sense of, like, big mm-hmm. social change, because the, the, the title I mean, for my paper was mm-hmm. Emergence of the Auto- Autonomic Healthcare Revolution. That's f- fuck. Like... <laughs> But you mainly talk about the, I mean, I read the conclusion paragraph. You mainly talk from that, like you just talked about health revolution. You're kind of just saying the, it felt it felt like you just said half the part. Yeah. You, didn't, you said what was going on, but you didn't say, you how? said what you wanted to implement, but you didn't really explore in how, I guess. Yeah. Because see, the design part in Wim, in Wim Hof is he has an app. He has a, true. A, re, a retreat where he can literally go to where he lives mm. and then experience it yourself for like seven to 10 days or however long you want to experience it. Mm-hmm. There's YouTube videos of random people meeting up with him and him showing those people what they can do. Like he's designing the, it. Like he's designing the Wim Hof method. Like he knew it for himself, did it for 30 mm-hmm. years to a point where he... Like, he knows it like the back of his hand. Like, he's fucking fought off viruses with his mind. He's 30 Guinness records later is like, okay, now let me let me bring it to people yeah. by designing a business around it. That's like, true. Let me design a whole curriculum where people can come over and, like, come over to right. my home. There's a space for them to experience. There's a space for them to experience if they want to. What happens when they experience this and they have a good experience? They're going to tell people, mm-hmm. oh, my God, you should try this out. I've never seen something so mm-hmm. simple in, like, like all of my, like, all of these things that I've been outsourcing to external shit. I went to this retreat and, like, he literally had yeah. me face, like, these things. Like I climbed, I climbed the fucking mountain in my shorts. Like I never thought that'd be possible. I jumped into fucking water in minus 10 degrees. I didn't think that would be possible. So it's like all those things. And then you tell, someone tells that 
and you're more likely to believe someone that you know mm-hmm. than someone like if Wim Hof came to you, he's like, you could do all these things. Mm-hmm. You're less likely to believe than if your friend comes to you yeah. and you're like, like, look at all these things. So you're going to be like, whatever, let me try it out. You try it out. You have a good experience. You tell your friends. Yeah, they try it out. And then it expands. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the part. It's like, how do you like bring right. that in? The model of, yeah. That's the design part, I think. Yeah. Where you, so, where you innovate. And we're, we're sort of trying to do that in a sense, like with the ice tip. It's a perfect segue. Yeah, um, we're showing. We're showing how. It's possible. Yeah, it's possible. When do you want, I'm trying to do it next week. Because, bro, I could if, break, we, I could if do we don't do it before next week, it's going to get way too cold. Way too cold. Nigga. I mean, uh, way too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's probably such thing as way too cold. There is. Because, um, like. It, no, yeah, next week is fine. For sure. Yeah, next week. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to just do. Today would have been perfect, though. Today's sunny, fucking not yeah. too cold. Fuck that. Yeah. I mean, it was not. It would wake me up, though. Yeah. Shit. But you also don't have time, quote unquote. Um, I don't. You had work, so like. <laughs> Good call yeah. out. I'm just kidding. Um, nah, I'm down for that. Yeah. I'll probably. Uh. <laughs> Damn, we did it last year, bro. That's, yeah. I mean, this year. This we did year. It April this year. That's so wild. We like no one like knows unless we tell them. Yeah. I have the video still. I, I'm pretty sure it's on my hard drive. Yeah, bro. We did Shout that. Out we had, like that's crazy that we did that. Yeah. I wouldn't have done it without you because, like, there's no way I can just get yeah. myself to do that shit, like, on my own will. But that was crazy. <laughs> like, the people were, like, niggas was stopping. Like, niggas was driving yeah. and stopping. They were, like, watching. Some were honking. And it's like, yeah, because, like, are they going to kill themselves or something? Like, it's like <laughs> that's weird. And we're in the shorts. Like, we're yeah. ready. Like, we're prepared for it. Um, but that's very cool. I was there, too. Yeah, but I was there. Oh, man, I miss Benav. I miss but, Benav. Um, yeah. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> fucking no, nah, but yeah, it's just a game of. It's just a game of. I, it's a long process. I, that's why I think it's hard to conceptualize it instead of just saying like, yeah. trust the process because, it's like how do you figure out how to bring this thing mm-hmm. that has no words? Like, what's an idea? <laughs> like, literally, when the idea comes, you're just trying to interpret it through all the experiences you've had, yeah. language, and, and all of that shit, it's and cool like, how, like, bro, like, how does I, money is just an idea. It's it's a streamlined form of, of currency. Designs. But they made it physical so that now it's not abstract anymore. Now people kill themselves and each other over it. Like niggas go to war for it. Like make currency for certain things. Yeah. Imagine. Like <laughs> like if you want to buy clothes. It's evolution, but it's like it's still an idea. Yeah. Like like imagine like okay, this is far fetched. It's just an idea. Imagine if you wanna, if you wanna drink water, just an idea. You have to have a water bottle. You can't rely on plastics. That's the currency for water. You need a water bottle, mm. and that's it. And if you wanna buy clothes, it's clothes. You exchange, blah blah blah. There's no imagine. I'm just saying, you know. And if it's like exercise, wellness, it's I don't know. Probably like go join a yoga class and then you'll get mm. free access. Just imagine a world like this. The water bottle one, I don't I don't see that as like, oh my god, just imagine like yeah. bright. That's feasible. And yeah. you know, uh, there's coffee shops where if you bring in your own uh, like mug, so like no waste generated, uh, you get like I think it's like a flat fee that you pay for your coffee plus but there's it's, you always, get a coupon. There's always it doesn't solve sh- 
everything. Yeah, it's a design in right? a sense. It's also <laughs> innovation in a sense. It's sick because it doesn't solve anything. Yeah. It's like what there might be new environmental problems with everyone having a bottle now. Mm-hmm. Like how are the bottles made? What's going to happen with that? Like there's always going to be some kind of yeah, thing. Always. There's always going to be some kind of thing. And with the problem of like scale, it's yeah. it gets even more complicated. Like m- how many toothbrushes are there in the world? A lot. <laughs> a lot. Probably a lot to get, yeah, toothbrushes. It's, bro, I don't know. Like, <laughs> life is just, life is f- fucked, but that's what's kind of sick. Yeah. It's like. And it's all in vain, which is even sicker because you can do anything you want. Oh, I have a question. I even explored the Red Book. How long have we been doing this? Oh shit! Only thirty. Okay, I won't go. I won't go too deep because I don't even know that much about it. But um, Carl Carl Jung's Red Book. The time is at the bottom. Oh, it's twenty five. So we're like roughly thirty minutes. Carl Jung's Red Book. Um, premise. He promise. No, I'm just trying to summarize what I read because I I just read it once, so it's like it's not ingrained, but it's basically. There just came a time in his life where he was like, I mean, he's the father of the whole concept of conscious of unconscious. Right. right? So figuring that out, it's like, oh, shit, 95 percent of me is not Mm. in my conscious thought and is happening without me aware of it all the time. That's fucking wild. Crazy man that he is because he's such a explorer, curious man. It's like, I'm about to explore it. (laughs) Boom. Get the red book is him exploring and facing his unconscious Mm. mind. That's essentially the premise of the Red Book. It wasn't published until after he died because it was just a journal, just personal. And after he died, there just big debates on like who should see it, should yeah. people see it, and then of course eventually, Fuck his privacy. yeah, eventually, <laughs> like it's like he like he wrote it down for a reason. Like yeah. it's documented because now I can talk about mm-hmm. it and we can explore and Further, innovate yeah. probably just from that being published. So it's not like it wasn't meant to be published. Yeah. It's just not during his lifetime. Um, Facts. And that's like a precursor to a lot of his work that came after. Hmm. It wasn't published while he was alive, but it was there all while he was doing all of his work, that influential shit. And it all came from that. Uh, He was a big painter. He's very Hmm. like talented artist. Um, So he he started taking dreams more seriously. And then Freud had, had some shit with dream reading and like interpreting your dreams. So he started getting advice from Freud, taking they knew each other and had a moment where they like worked together. Fucking sick. Cause two fucking like crazy mm. people in the terms of psychology, like wild yeah. people. Like they gave us so much information. Um, fuck bro. Like niggas just invented concepts, bro. Niggas just figured yeah. shit out. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. And I heard that I think like his son or his grandson, um, like, began to do marketing with that information. <laughs> so, like, fuck, that's just manipulation on a mass scale. At this point, yeah. <laughs> At that point, it's just manipulation. But that's what marketing is. It's like, yeah. hey, you need this. Um, but uh, basically, he got to a point where he was like, okay, yeah, I should probably start to explore that. He's a madman, basically. It's mm. like, it's probably not... Wait, what genius is it? He got... He got on the brink of like Sandy multiple times. Like there's things about him like having dreams where he's like so vivid or like he'd have hallucinations so vivid where he'd see like demons and shit. He slept with like a gun around him because he knew that if he was going to lose his mind, 
the gun would be his way to just not fall into sanity just by just, I don't know if that's true. That wasn't the podcast I read yesterday that introduced me to the Red Book. Uh, and it talked about so many things. Um, the It's titled The Strangest Form of Self-Help. That's why I clicked it. I was like, mm. hmm. Like, it's like, I've been so into yeah. that. But then there's like the strangest form. It's like, oh, it's a different thing. But this is like like actual self. Because take in, bro. 95% of who you are, you aren't aware of. You're not conscious yeah. of. Like your body's make doing all these reactions to certain things. Currently, everything that I'm channeling to speak to you is coming from that pool of 95%. Mm-hmm. And then through the 5%, I can talk about it to you. I can become aware right, of that. Awareness. I can pick shit from the 95. So basically, if 95% of your mind is unconscious and when you're asleep, is your, 95% of your mind is subconscious. And when you're asleep, that's, your sub, that's raw subconscious mm-hmm. mind because you're not conscious in your sleep. What happens when you start to explore that? All right, of all it's, of it's it. It's just one hundred. So it starts with him dream journaling. He just mm. r- just starts writing down his dreams. It goes a step further. What could they mean? What could these things mean? Like not necessarily taking it. Like he started to like. Um, I mean, like he's, he has he has so much knowledge of it that like yeah, it can be but really the thing can is filtered down. He was a scientist, so he started seeing everything from a rational point of view. But then what the crazy thing is is that he was like, okay, no, fuck that. Let me start seeing, let me just start being irrational. Let me start talking to those entities that come visit Mm -hmm. me in my dreams. Like, let me just like awake. (laughs) But he, there's, I don't know, I'm not too sure about it, but there was a whole whole lot of things about, I think there's a lot of things with brainwaves involved where when you're an alpha is when you're the closest to your subconscious while being conscious. Mm. Like theta is like when you're transitioning to sleep. So like there's, Right. way less consciousness involved you, you're more connected to your unconscious beta is full just five percent like focused on a task mm. but i think the the beautiful thing is art is kind of what he was doing when you're creating a story your characters are coming from nowhere but your subconscious mind they're just mm. a mix of all the shit right. you know right so when you're doing that you're kind of a, like exploring that and if you try to interpret your characters and see what they might mean about you mm then yeah. like even if they're fictional characters they're teaching you about yourself mm-hmm. so that's why he started right, exploring. you can't just he construct would, that from pure awareness yeah he would paint them and then start seeing him start active imagination is what it's called if you want to look it up mm. um that's the technique that he used to like so his it's still imagination but it's like I'm trying to interpret what everything I imagine means. Even if I'm like sitting down, I'm like, all right, let me let me create a character. Jesus. Yeah, that's so much work. Yeah, holy shit. And there's so much about him like worrying about losing his fucking mind, thinking he like he'd lose. He's he's like do you fully know, lost. Do you know it. if he had a meditation practice? That's his meditation practice. But I mean, like pure meditation. I have no idea. Yeah. But like, yeah. So dream journaling. Uh, dream reading, mm-hmm. interpreting what his dreams might mean, mm-hmm. interacting with the entities he meets in his dreams, uh, basically just Fuck. that for thirty Cause I, cause years. Because I feel like if he, I don't know if he did, but if, because going to Vipassana, like you, everything comes up, and you drill everything down to subconscious. Yeah, because when I mean when when people looked at brainwaves of 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 monks, like this is mostly theta. Mm-hmm. It's mostly around theta alpha. So yeah, they're more connected than like the average person would be yeah so that's probably why we feel so like sometimes so one and like effortless from like we've been meditating for so long mm. so like it, it's just i don't i don't know how to explain it it's like we're we're more connected to it 
like we're more likely to be on an alpha. I mean, we, we cannot go without like every level, but it's probably easier for us to go down to the alpha right, point. To make the switches. Yeah. Because, I mean, how connected do you feel to your subconscious? I feel pretty connected to my subconscious at this point. Yeah. More than before. Yeah. Way more than before. And now I'm just like, maybe I should take like dreams more mm. seriously. Because your dream yeah. is literally just raw. That's true. Raw you. And I had a weird ass dream tonight. Like, mm. fucking weird. So that's, yeah. But that's like. No, that's a good. It's a good thing, like to yeah, just spend years, some time on. You know? And it was unfinished. Even like thirty minutes a day, that's very valuable. Yeah. So, man, but I don't know shit about it. I just got it. That's yeah. like the introduction. I'm still reading the introduction. I want to finish Homo Deus first. I have an hour left in the audiobook. Mm-hmm. There's two hours left, but I listened to it times two, mm-hmm. so I have an hour left. I'm just gonna bang that out, and then I'll do notes later. I really want to explore that because that's like holy shit. Yeah. That's like Carl Jung, bro. <laughs> That's like, whoa. Yeah. He's a big deal. So, yeah. I think I don't have anything else to say. Social innovation, though. Yeah. Bro. And no, we're going gonna, gonna to lose our fucking mind. What do you think about, like, anti-dogmatic? Anti, anti-dogma. It's the same as dogma. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's, actually is it better? A, it's actually a dogma. Is it better? Bro, it's dogma, so it's not better. It's the same thing. Is, no, I mean, like, it's better in the sense that you're not actually bound by the rules of a certain... But that's a rule. It's the only rule. But, nigga, you're breaking, you're breaking rules, though. Like, that's the rule. You should break the rule of breaking rules. Just don't, mm. don't attach to anything. Yeah. Go fall into dogma. I see, I see, I fall into see. dogma, and dogma is convenient to be f- fell into. Like, there's like, why are you private? That's the thing, though. If when it's convenient, you can always make it convenient whenever it's convenient for you, for your ego to take advantage of things. But it's also like ne- nothing's ever one way. So it's like if dogma is your way of dealing with a situation as now, mm-hmm. then go with dogma. If it's not, then it's not. The dogma was invented because we were trying to fucking solve problems. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of just fell into those solutions. Right, survival, yeah. We fell into the solution mm-hmm. so deep that we like we're just in it now and we're not even trying to crawl out. Mm-hmm. But if you're aware of like there's there's good intent in dogma. There's yeah. also the bad intent of trying to control people. Yeah. But manipulation, it's, yeah. It's like there's still good that it's it still stems from good. Like it still stems from people just trying to figure shit out. Yeah. It's it's the human interpretation that Yeah. We have it. we have a we have a tendency when we figure something out to just attach to what we figured out and mm-hmm. then think there's nothing else that could be explored from what we just discovered. See, that's why I think anti dogma is I don't even think it's fucking possible until unless you're like super conscious. Because mm. how can you disassociate from I think what you mean, mind. I think what you mean is just just flowing from theory to th- like from dogma to dogma basically. I think if that's what you mean by anti dogma, you just you're flowing. Right. You're it, like you come across like a big. A, it's not the fact that it's no dogma. It's the fact that it's all dogma and no dogma at the same time. Yeah, like yeah, okay, yeah. Now I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like yeah, you're just flowing. You're just flowing. It's like, I even then it is all, dogma. I'm all religions. I'm not even a fucking atheist. I'm atheist too. That's a religion <laughs> yeah. too. I'm a scientist. I'm Buddhist. I'm Taoist. I'm fucking Hindu. I'm every fucking mm-hmm. single thing. There's something to learn from every single one yeah. of them because they're telling you the same thing in a different way. And what does every self-help book tell you? The same thing in a different yeah. way. But even if you read one here and one there, they'll hit you differently right. because the, same just the different words might hit you in a different way. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
like pick the one that's convenient for you at mm. the time. I've just, I've just fallen to Taoism, which is really a religion. It's more a philosophy. But I fall into Taoism where I just see everything is like yin yang. It's yeah. black white, but there's black and, and it's no it's white not a dogma. Like okay, in that in that sense, I mean, Taoism is not a dogma. Taoism Taoism is like because it's not it's not telling you okay you must live your life this way otherwise. That's what dogma is to me. I mean, the intro to the Tao Te Ching is is the guy going, uh, follow the Tao. But what is the Tao? I have Who no idea. Knows? Yeah, <laughs> I can't tell you. I don't yeah. even fucking know what the Tao is. I can't define it to you. If I were to define it to you, that wouldn't be the real Tao. Yeah. But follow the Tao. <laughs> Which is where like that dialogue comes in. It's like, what the fuck is the, the dogma? Fuck like, is that? Ah, oh, dogma, dogma, dogma. But and me myself, it. I am like. I'm more t- tending to like not like dogma mm-hmm. just because it's a box and it like you could just tell like when you interact with people that are deeply religious it's like okay they'll they'll just like they're living on an island thinking it's the yeah, entire world the exactly. thinking is the entire world the entire universe actually mm-hmm. not even earth like they think that island is the And there's not really anything universe. wrong with it because like if you're in a community of everyone that thinks like that great Sick. it's Ideal, you're yeah. in paradise, but in it's the just real the other world, extreme. yeah. But in the real, yes. But in the real world, like people have fought wars over this shit. <laughs> yeah, this was wild. You know? But even that's necessary. It's all necessary. Yeah, it's literally all necessary. You cannot experience. Uh, you cannot experience. What's the point of design then? You know, like real design, bro. I'm Why defining, design I'm defining Dojo right now. I'm literally in the process of defining Dojo right now because I realize I don't even fucking know if I want to be clothes anymore. Mm. With what I want to do with like this shit, I don't even know if clothes can do it. Right. It might just be a step in me doing it. It might just be one of the ventures that just, one of the steps in the climb that mm. is forever, that leads to nowhere. <laughs> literally, is going to keep climbing. But I just want to bring this idea that everything is a never ending process to people. Like I, like we're so result oriented. It's mm-hmm. like, Good work, I right? was hearing earlier at work, it's like they were saying like, when you have money is when you're gonna live comfortably. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's it's so like when you have this, that's when I'll be yeah. this. When you have this is when I'll be this. But it's like, it never ends. It never it ends. It never ends because all you have is now. Yeah, and I think what I'm trying... Yeah, basically. All you have is the past and present. The past Mm. and future are present. The present is the past and the future. It's like, even if you have money... Okay, I'm not as rich. I'll buy a $5 wallet, put my money in there. You're rich as fuck. You'll buy a $1,000 wallet, put your money in there. What's the difference? It just holds your money. It's It's the same shit. It's the same shit, but we're so... Like, we're so result oriented and and I'm not like, I'm just, I just want to find the people who are, who understand that nothing ever ends because those are the people who are going to move shit Mm -hmm. because they'll understand that potential has, is not a glass, it's not a ceiling. Mm -hmm. Potential is literally just an abyss that never ends. Potential is is, is falling and you're never landing or going up. And you're never like you're reaching for the moon, and you'll never reach. That it. is true. Huh? You're just like, gonna keep getting closer, yeah. but you'll never get there. Like the definition of potential, I don't even know what it is. I have no but idea. But as I've like now mm. that I think about it, 
the way I understood it is, okay, this is your potential. There's always a cap. It's a box. It's a box. People say, like, well, you, you have so much potential. It's an nah, upper limit. Nah, it's fuck that. It's just an upper limit. Potential is, like, that's the thing. Even in that word, which probably could be so fucking beautiful, we've managed to figure out how to box it. Mm-hmm. Potential, bro, is like... Eh, man, it's like, no, you need to box things. Well, in an evolutionary course, sense, because, yeah. like, you need to survive. You need to fucking hunt, yeah. right? Yeah, you need to core. know who you can trust. Everything. That level one of the hierarchy yeah. needs to be satisfied, yeah. But then you come to like just exploring the mind and reaching super conscious and then it's everything is just the same thing there's no boxes because if you put a box in it then you're just back here on this earth yeah bro (laughs) so it's like how do i express that and then change that mindset with clothes and that's what that's where i'm at right now because i want to change that not only Mm -hmm. with the designs but with everything around it like where the where the the, where does the fabric come from Mm. Because if everything is a never-ending process and you can always get better, then I should be, like, evolving the industry mm-hmm. which I'm within itself, You know, too. I think the easiest way is humor. Yeah, 100%. Because it's the easiest way to evoke an emotion, yeah. I think. Plus, it's harder it's to like, make someone sad and to make someone plus, laugh. Yeah, that too. Plus, it's, like, something so extreme as God. You make him, you put him in a dress. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but also what I wrote the, during the... Also what I wrote, <laughs> how that was like... I was like, holy shit, that's literally all it is. And that gives me so much respect for stand-up comedians. Read it. God is the greatest comedian and all he wrote was one joke. And we're the joke. Bars. We're literally the joke. Yeah. And, and before that, what I was saying, my quote on that same thing, my other iteration of that idea was... Life is a joke, and until you laugh, you won't be laughing, mm-hmm. right? So it's like For no matter what, <laughs> no matter what, you're gonna like life is gonna seem like it's laughing at yeah. you, and if you even even in keep the being cheesed, you're gonna have a bad yeah. time. Hey, Pharrell said this too, you know. <laughs> Life is a joke and the laugh is on the you. The laugh is on you. The laugh is for you. It's literally just, bro, if you just laugh along, you're, <laughs> you're, you're going to have a great time. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You're going to have a great like, time. I love you, man. <laughs> like, this, like this morning I woke up so shitty, but like into my this entire gr- mood is This changed. grounds us, bro. Yeah. I love doing this. It grounds us. Like it's so cool. Yeah. Like it's like that's the selfish part of it. It grounds yeah. us and it helps also like interpret the shit that we're like conceptualizing mm-hmm. in our heads. Bro. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I see it. Like, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I'm not like, nah. No, of course, bro. You're going to die one day. Of course you're going to fucking lose it. Go back to God. (laughs) And I'm so down. (laughs) So down. (laughs) Fuck it. And I was reading. uh, I don't know what time it is, but. The timer says eight minutes left. Okay. So I was reading uh, the book that Dada gave us, Advent of a Mystery. Fuck, I need to talk to that nigga. I feel like a bad boyfriend. It's, um, and it's, it has a chapter where it's, it just says, death is not painful. And he, like, okay, oh, this is not painful. Fucking hippie, right? But and I don't know if, it's a biography. I don't know if you want to believe it or not. But he does this demonstration uh, in front of his uh, disciples, right? Where he, he takes a guy, he'll come in front of me, sit on, sit here, meditate. He makes he commands the fucking kundalini to rise to his uh, third eye chakra, right? And then after, like, he just explains some shit, like, okay, there's these principles, keeps mm-hmm. the body alive. He just dissipates them. Tells his doctor friend to come. Doctor friend says he's clinically dead. 
no high, no heartbeat, no like no body temperature, blah blah blah. And then he just goes like, yeah, he's dead, guys. Sorry. Like, and it's the first time they're experiencing this, so everyone in the crowd's like, fuck. What do we do? There's police around. Like, do we report this? This guy has a wife at home. Mm. Someone's got to tell him, you know? Yeah. So they're just freaking out. But then he brings him back, obviously. <clears throat> mm. And then mm. when he comes back, the guy that was clinically dead, he's like, oh, what happened? I, I thought I was just meditating for a really long time. And he... And he, and he that was his point to he say. He parallels... Death. death is not painful. He didn't even experience it. It's actually blissful. And what he parallels it to is sleep. When you sleep, it's the same state as dying. Yeah. When you sleep, you're not aware that you're unconscious because you're mm -hmm. unconscious. Because it's just happening <laughs> you for just, you. Your eyes just close and the next thing you know, it's the next day. Mm -hmm. There's no pain in that. So you see, mm, you know why we think it's, it's scary is because when we are dying, there's a lot of pain involved. It's like the process of dying. Is yeah. Painful, the process of dying yeah, itself. Dying itself. And what, as you're just saying this, like a thought came into my head, like, if everything is its opposite, if death is the end, then it's also beginning. Mm. So it's like, why, what are you afraid of? You're literally just going into a new world. Like, even if you're going into just blackness, you're going into a new world. That's a new right. world. That's a new world. Mm -hmm. Like you've experienced this and then now you're about to experience its other side. Like, bro, like just, just be, what's the key to a bad trip? <laughs> to be afraid that you're gonna have one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like facts. It's the same with everything. Bro, worrying is literally being afraid of fear. We uh Alan Watts lecture, Tim was playing the other day and he said that I was like, holy shit, I rewind I rewound it. I was like, that's all it is. When you're worried, you're just afraid of being just you're just afraid of fear. Mm -hmm. Like you get so afraid that you get afraid of being afraid. And then you just fall into this and, abyss. And it's so like abstract, bro. It's so fucking abstract. But you know what the beautiful thing is? There are certain religions, Hinduism, that have symbols yeah. that describe everything. Like that yeah. the video I, I sent you, I don't know if you watched it. Which one? Aldous Huxley explains Oh, the, I haven't the seen Shiva that yet, statue. but I'm probably going to, yeah, So I'm you know the that. Tandava dance we do where like we just, like you're like jumping your knees, try to touch the, yeah. your shoulders. What that symbolizes is the Shiva statue where he has four arms and he's doing that dance. Yeah, it's like when the it's at the point when the knee is up. Yeah. Like, yeah. So one hand he has a drum which creates everything in the universe. No oh, fuck. The other hand fire which destroys. destroys everything. And the other two hands I think one is saying worry not. Like it's okay. Mm. Or no, one is saying one is pointed up so do not worry everything is okay. Mm. The other one I'm not sure exactly what it means but it points down to his foot, which is raised against gravity, which is dancing, right? So which means you're creating pressure on your standing foot. And on that standing foot, he's standing on the ego. To break the ego's back, you must contemplate life, spirituality. Otherwise, you're trapped in that circle forever. And that circle that he's surrounded by... The ego's the box. ...is... The universe, the material yeah. universe, you know? The ego's a box. Yes. And you have to break out the box. But it also serves you because he's riding on it. You can't dance without standing on it. How <laughs> fucking beautiful is that? That <laughs> one symbol fucking explains everything. And social innovation right there. 
And I guess that's how I'd have to figure out how to explain. You don't also, another realization, we're so obsessed with originality. Like, we're literally blind to every tool yeah. that we already have. That's why we keep outsourcing shit to other things, right? I'm like, oh, man, how do I create something new? And I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. yin-yang symbol definitely describes the process. Why can't I use it? Like, why would someone put it out not for me to ex- expand on and it? And you, you can't create anything new. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. Everything's already here. You can only mix things together. And then just create new iterations of the old shit. Mm-hmm. Something new is just... Innovation is You're just, a copy of all of your ancestors. Yeah. You're co- you literally <clears throat> a byproduct of a big bang. Mm. Innovation is literally just iteration on the previous version of the final product. <laughs> you're, you're one dot. <laughs> you're just one dot. You're a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a dot oh, too. So you're a nigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, thank you. That means I can say it, right? <laughs> that means Bro. there's no problem with me saying it. Oh my God. Oh God. Yeah, mm. bro. At one point, you were one point. And then you just separate yourself <laughs> so then, you could look at yourself. And then I come back. We just got a mirror. That's all we did. Oh, bro. I, I, I wrote this <sighs> when I was tripping on oh. life, not drugs. Who, fuck, who the fuck trips on drugs other than fuck. the ones your brain creates? But uh, Fuck drugs, bro. I was saying like, okay, I was looking into the mirror and I could not stop smiling, bro. You know, you know that moment where you look at yourself, looking at yourself, at your physical body that is holding your soul into your fucking... Yeah, body, like you can't help but to smile. You, <laughs> yeah, you dance, right? Like whoa. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, like okay, I'm looking at the mirror, looking at myself. But whenever a mirror points back at itself, it never stops and stares. It only reflects the mirror. Yeah, infinite times. It only goes deeper and deeper into its own reality. And it never stops. It never stops, but at the same time, strays away from actual reality. Hmm. I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah. Actually, no, I think there's a better place to end ah. it. Give us money. Oh, we yeah. Should, um, 100%. I feel like we should actually, like, <laughs> make people give us, like, well, not make people, but I feel like we should actually create a platform for people to give us money. Listen, we've been putting that out in money. the universe for 35 weeks. That's true. It's, it's going to come. Serendipity. Serendipity. Hey, if you want to give us money, do what you want. Yeah. Do. Uh, we go to school, so you can come find us. You know? Oh, cash only, though. We don't have, like, square readers. So. I'm so fucking happy, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm fucking happy, too. Fuck. But I'm so sad at the same time. That's the class of being happy. <laughs> it gets equally as sad. <laughs> it's fucked up. Shout out, life. Mm. Give us happiness. 